0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Well, our hero is in a fine fever of expectation today. An attorney is telephoned for an appointment to discuss the will of Fibber's late uncle, Captain Ticonderoga McGee. And here at 79 Wistful Vista, awaiting the lawyer's arrival, we find Fibber, where there's a will, there's impatience, McGee! Ah, good old Uncle Tide. I always was his favorite nephew. In spite of the time I tied the snake's head onto the garden hose and coiled it up on his bed. Aha, at last. Folks, I hope you'll always remember this moment as the last time you have seen me when I was just a poor boy. Goodbye, poverty. Come in, fortune. <laughs> Mister uh, McGee. You better, bud. Are you the guy to uh, the? the <laughs> are you the attorney to call me about Uncle Sykes' will? Yes, I am. I, uh, Mister Ogden, for Dick, for Dick, for Dick, for ditch, for ditch. Shut it off, up. bud. The needle's jumping a groove. <laughs> Have a cigar, Mr. Fedek? Uh, thank you. I have one. You got two? Now let's get down to cases, Bud. What did the old skin print, or uh, <laughs> what did your old Uncle Ty leave me? Well, aren't you a little impatient, McGee? Aren't you interested in the other uh, beneficiaries of the last will and testament of Captain Ticonderoga McGee? Oh, yeah, Sure I am, Bud. What's my old gift? Aunt Lulu McGee. Uh, let me refer to my notes uh. here. Oh, yes. Lulu McGee. Lulu, that's on. Lulu inherited a braided horsehair watch fob, mm. a wood-burning outfit, a hand-painted hair receiver, and a shaving mug. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the mug had an inscription on it in gold leaf. That's all. Quote, You could do a lot more kissing if you stop and look and listen.
0: Unquote. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: wow, that was Uncle Tyke, all right. <laughs> a flirt to the last. <laughs> they say he almost put his nurse's eye out trying to kiss her with a thermometer in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting character. Oh, yeah, yes, indeed. Now, would it be mm-hmm. indelicate, Brad, if I was to require how much moss the old Rolling Stone gathered for me? <laughs> oh, yes. You, I believe, are the old gentleman's favorite nephew. how about I you, folks? <laughs> and in consideration of this fact, the will state, quote, and to my nephew, Pippers more familiarly known to his childhood playmates as Stinky. secure <laughs> <laughs> in the knowledge that he will spend every effort toward its upkeep and maintenance, for which funds are herewith provided, I bequeath my most cherished possessions, my faithful ally in my travels about the world, my boat to baby, unquote. Hot dog, a yacht, oh boy, a yacht and enough dough to keep it up. Wow! wow. It'll be turned over to you as soon as it's released by the executive. Oh. Congratulations and uh, good luck. Oh, thanks, Brad. Ah, now for a life on the bouncing moon. Now I can go to Australia and China and Taiwan. woo Sailing, sailing over the bounding moon for many a Sweating fever and winter underwear. <laughs> Neither one, old timer. I was just dancing the sailor's hornpipe. I'm a yachtsman.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I say I'm off for a world crew. I'd sign you on as a member of the member of the crew, old timer, but you ain't got enough of the old pepper to be a good salt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: Heard it. We are heard it, one fellow says to the other fellow. Mm-hmm, I see where some scientist has discovered a use for snake poison
1: to relieve pain. Kind of even things up, don't it? What you mean, asked nice other fellow.
2: Well, says the first fellow, we used to use the painkiller to get the smoke. And now we use the snakes to get the paint for <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
2: got to take a boat trip, eh, Johnny? Yep. Well, if you see a big white bird sitting on a panel marker, it's the old, old story. Boy meets girl.
1: <laughs> Boy meets <gone. laughs> He's got young ideas, all right, but his heartbeat belongs to, to Dada. <laughs>
0: well,
1: now let's see. I better call up and order a yachting cap, a blue coat with brass buttons, and some navigation charts. Where's that telephone? Hello, operator. I want to talk to... You. Oh, is that you, Mike? <laughs> Hi, Mike. It's Tillman and me. Okay. Oh, you heard about me in the yacht, did you? What day, okay, Mike? Your brother. What makes you think he'd be a good member of my crew? He has, huh? Eh? Seven whaling expeditions, eh? Where to, Merck? Oh, out to the woodshed. Say, give of the sea go supply store, will you, Merch? Thanks. Oh, fourteen hundred and ninety two kilometers. Eh? Hello? Several miles seven seas supply store? Silver McGee, the Society yachtsman, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Say so I'll be down there in a little while to lay in supplies for a two-year cruise. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and listen, put in a few barrels of good red wine. My crew will probably want some port in every sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got any red wine? What color have you got? These purples. Oh, well, give me a bell of deep purple. No, no, never mind. We'll get that from Don Nova. Okay, Simple Let's have it, Don. Deep purple. Oh, that was great, Don. A beautiful song, beautifully song. Thanks, Bigger. And incidentally, I want to congratulate you on your inheritance. Oh, thanks, Don. Well, I, I don't want to take too much credit for it. <laughs> Any good, clean-living, red-blooded American boy could have done the same (laughs) thing. All he has to have is is willpower (laughs) and an uncle who was too tight to spend a dime. (laughs) (laughs) but about this world cruise of yours. Do you know anything about ocean navigation? Well, I certainly do. (laughs) I ought to. My great-great-grandmother on my father's side was a
0: mermaid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A mermaid? Sure. It was a little embarrassing for Grandpa at parties, too. (laughs) Till the hook shirt came in. (laughs) I'll never forget how she used to hold me on her lap when I was just a little baby and fan me with a pin. How she used to coax me to eat my dinner. Come on, Silver Deer, she says. Eat your nice seaweed. So that's very interesting. Yes, well, I can shut my eyes now and see the dear old lady floundering up the garden wall. (laughs) <laughs> what did you die of, Feather? Barnacles? You know, there's tragic about that, though, Don. Us McGee's don't like to speak of that man. Huh? You see, Grandpa got hold of a copy of the Fish and Game Laws for 1852 and discovered that Grandma was too small. So he threw her back in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too bad she wasn't still holding you on her lap. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: go on, way Long
1: Yeah. Well, better run down to Temple Myers and buy my yachting outfit. Move, music, mill, and see. Uh, <laughs> Boy, look at all them things in the window. Rope, anchors, toothpick remedies. Uh, pardon me, Captain, but could you spare a half a dollar for a poor old crippled-up sailor man? Well, certainly, shipmates. Here we are. How'd you get hurt? In a shipwreck? No, laddie. I was the unfortunate victim of a nautical hotfoot, you might say. (laughs) A nautical hotfoot? Aye. I was the boy who stood on the burning deck. Better get inside before they take up a collection for the guys who got rest on the there. <laughs> How do you do, sir? What can we do for you? We have a special trail today on silent foghorns for clear weather. <laughs> <laughs> you got any cork answers for people who just want a drift? <laughs> Not today, sir, but uh, would you care to see our feather tipped cartoons, particularly whales? <laughs> <laughs> now you're <joking. laughs> I'm Trevor McGee, right? the Society Yachting. Oh, yes, Mr. Wilcox is telling us about you. There he is now, over in the water wing department. But, what? Water wing department? But, hey, Harper, what you doing? Oh, hello there, Trevor. Say, hey, what's all this about you taking a yacht on a world cruise? That's right, Harpo. You want to go along? Well, I don't know, Trevor. he would be I... a good man for you, Mr. McGee. Showing your life-saving medal, Mr. Wilcox. Oh, no. Hardly oh, boy. It's, it's not. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Harpo, don't you call it. Quit let's see the matter. Oh, oh well, all right. Uh, oh, geez, this is great, Harpo. What'd you get this for? Well, I... Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just happened to be there at the time, was all. Gee, all I did was see this woman's hand in the water. So I threw off my coat and dived in, that's all, just as she was going down for the third time. And you never said a word about this to us? A heroic deed like that, though? So, if you're such a hot swimmer, what was you doing here in the water wing department? Buying some water wings. I can't swim. You can't Hey, now let me get this straight. If you can't swim, how did you save that woman? I got a feeling I'm sitting there. Oh? Well, you see, it was a hot day last July. Yes, sir. what happened? I was passing a big house on Oak Street, and I heard a woman groan. I looked in the window and saw her hand in the water, a bucket of dirty, soapy water, just as she was going down for the third time on her knees with a scrub brush. So quick as a flash, I threw off my coat, dived in the window with a can of Johnson's Glow Coat, and showed her how unnecessary old-fashioned floor scrubbing was. Boy, was she grateful. He said I'd saved her life. He gave me a bronze medal bronze metal, but this is a gold one. Oh, I know. She took the bronze one back and gave me a gold one when I tipped her off to how much she could save by buying Glowcoat in a special giant size can containing an extra third for the same price before they were all gone. <laughs> uh, say, Joe. Yes, Mr. Wilcox. Uh, show me some of those water wings with the little propellers on them. One of these days, I'm going to get up enough nerve to wade right out in the children's end of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the hero, the linoleum lifeguard. <laughs> that ain't the very... Oh, yeah,
2: how do you feel, Mrs. McGee? Oh, no, how nice to see you, sir. Uh. Oh, hi, Eppie, what's he doing here? Oh, I'm buying a little birthday present for my brother. Oh. I'm going to send him a box to Patna. Patna? Yes, mm-hmm. You see, my brother's just wild about sailing, well. and he has the dearest little fat bow. <laughs> it for the cat mm-hmm. It's a good thing you ain't got a
1: French steamer. You'd be sending in a can of mulligan.
2: <laughs>
1: mulligan? Yeah, a mulligan. Kind of an outdoor stew.
2: Oh, oh, then you know my brother. Oh.
1: By the way, Mrs. Uppington, my uncle just left me a beautiful mahogany 500-foot diesel engine boat in his way. Oh,
2: really?
1: Yeah. I'd like to go along on a world cruise with me if a few friends.
2: Oh, how delightful. I should love it, Miss Nadine. I simply adore and But The last time I crossed on the ear of France, I... Miss McGee, I simply adore ocean travel. The last time I saw something here with France, I had a marvellous time. Oh, that's oh. so. all. And the McGee, oh, since the heavenly... Oh, it was, eh? <laughs> How was the job? Oh, and, speaking uh, of ocean voyages, Miss McGee... Yes? Horace and I were at the second time for our honeymoon last night, and you know... Honeymoon? Yes, it looks thrilling. Oh, Miss McGee... I am to be a June bride. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, me, I'm such a happy girl. <laughs> Clap happy. Um, and was nice, you old, dear boy, you can be working on air. <laughs> <laughs> I always
1: predicted he would, eventually. You know what I mean. So you and Boomer Well, I hope you'll be very Happy, happy. <laughs> happy, happy. <laughs>
2: We'll thank you, my dear. I'm sure we will. <laughs> but you know, Cindy, I want a Horatio to put a ladder up against my window and carry me away in his arms like a knight of old. But he said the most amusing thing. He <laughs> said it reminded him of a movie he saw. What movie, Ethel? Knights McCall. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh well, it's so nice to see you again, Cindy. Goodbye. You're goodbye. <laughs>
1: dear. Carry her off like a knight of old. Some night, nice, the gutter-pup gal Oh, well, who am I, to poison keep the Oh, hi, Billy, old shipmate. All alongside, you drop anchor. Oh, go to death, Bill's rat. Bill's <laughs> rat? Why, William, is that any way to talk to a yachtsman? Let me hear any more of you like that, my bucko, and I'll slap you in irons for the rest of the voyage. Listen, put your face in dry, Dr. minute. I want to ask you something. No, not really. Just because I'm rich don't mean I'm too high hat to talk to them in the lower walks of life. What is it, William? Would you care to squat on your quarterdeck a minute and listen to the four-notes sing Umbrella Man? I <laughs> certainly. Tell them to sing while I run home and study my navigation chart. Wipe the gangway, shipmates. Umbrella Man coming aboard. Well, let's see now. Charge of the South Queen... I could lay a course for the tour motto, Archip- Archipel... Archipel... Yes. Why should I go to places I can't even for Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. The Gilbert Islands. That ought to be simpler. Let's see now. There's the islands of Focatu, Billy Malahar, Bikini, Ragnacar... Say, okay, what is this? Dead-headed corners are moving everywhere. <laughs> Come in. Oh, hi, Boomer. Good day, McNeely, my very dear friend and boom companion... I want to congratulate you on your great good fortune. Since when was I a boon companion of yours, Boomer? And what's this business about doing Mrs. Upping getting married? What? As the old crow, uh, has there <laughs> uh, some little bird been whispering in your ear, dear boy? But then, uh, why dissimilate? Because indeed, too, we have invited our thoughts. You have splided your what? We've plided our thoughts. We've had a vowed on mutual and enduring love. We've, well, in short, sat a brain, have walked the plank. <laughs> you walked the plank, you, you fortune hunter. Yea, verily. Behold the hunter, home from the hills. <laughs> but what I wish to consult you about, my scholarly young compatriot, was in the matter of taking our honeymoon on your private yacht, which according to vain rumor is quite a of a club. What say, Commodore, I'm a licensed navigator, You're a licensed navigator. You wouldn't know forks and starboard. You wrong me, my salty young seafarer. Pour me a glass of each, and I'll be only too glad to
0: demonstrate.
1: That's what I thought. You couldn't scare a spoon through a cup of coffee. Let's see your license papers if you're a real navigator. I certainly, certainly, very happy to. Let me see now. I put those navigation papers. i have them here somewhere. Here's a lump of sugar for policemen to. Always hope you'll get a toothache and kick the car. combination to a band ball in Sioux City. little community attended a grand opening there last week. Would have been a five grand opening but somebody tipped them off that <laughs> Memorandum about a hotel there in Boston signed the Richard House. Don't remember ever stopping at the Richard House. Just seen House there Yes, yeah, a postcard from South America from an old jailmate. Good old spy. You went paroling down to Rio. <laughs> Stupid mustache wax helps me keep the stiff up a lip. The short beard.
2: Well, 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 imagine that. No, navigation paper. <laughs>
1: well, now that you got that settled for, this, go do your gold brick lane somewhere else. I'm busy. Don't for me. I was going anyway. I have to take my brother to a tooth surgeon this afternoon. Very unusual case. Wooden legs with varicose veins.
2: Well, good
1: day, Pete take a look at them charts again. Hmm. Australia, New Zealand. Society Island. Aha, uh-huh, the Society Island. That's the place for me. Top hats, white ties, and dress shirts. Bad rat of on. Mr. McGee, my dear sir, I'm certainly glad to find you in. Remember me? Mr. Padish of Padish, 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 Hold it, Brad. <laughs> certainly I remember you. And for handling this legacy for me, I'm your friend to the last today. Yeah. Hmm. You know what I plan to do, Bud? Stock up my yacht for a long cruise. Please, please. Will you listen to me for a moment? This is important. Maybe stop off at... Huh? What's that? Don't tell me something's happened to my yacht. No, no, not that. Nothing is that. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, that's relief. Really... <laughs> you had not said there for a minute, Bud. Right? Though I'm too much of a sailor at heart to get panicky at trifle. In fact, there's always been sailor's blood in the McGee family, to so Yes, but I, when know. I was just a little spookums, I felt a strange longing in my soul, urging me toward the sea. Urging, urging, urging. See, that's <laughs> McGee, I was know, as you Yes, but... I'm the skipper of the southern seaboard, looting his on the side for a sight of a stormy signal to send my schooner straying for safety to the shelter of the shipyard, shooting into the fleecy square of the shade-sinking sailors from the sinister shark, pitching silently through the salty turf of the Seven Seas, and the subject of sea-gone faggots from sad sardines and sandy sore to the silvery sails of Singapore. <laughs> Come, Mr. McGee, let's have no more of this, uh, This nautical nonsense. What do you mean nonsense, today? Just where do you see the old Billy Bee rolling along in the Gulf Stream? Why, you want to spend the rest of your life aboard my boat? But, my dear sir, this is all a horrible mistake. And I seem to confess my mistake. Huh? What? Mistake? What do you mean? I mean the Billy Dee. Huh? That was a typographical error in the will, McGee. What? Do you mean Uncle Type did not leave me his boat?
2: No, he left you his boat.
1: We want to thank our special guest, Billy Dee, for appearing on our show tonight. <laughs> Come over here, Billy, and take a bow. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know what i ever done to Uncle Fights to give you to me, but... oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I'll say this to you, old boy. At least you didn't cut me off without a cent. <laughs>
0: Good
1: night, folks. Well...